Kiora, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Hello and welcome to Access Radio. You're with B-Side Stories with Martin Andrews. Uh, this is a New Zealand Music Month special uh, in the studio. Today we have our guests, Sean O'Brien, a.k.a. Joe Blossom. Kiora. And Ruth Mundy. Hi. <laughs> so welcome, guys. Welcome. Um, Ruth, Ruth Mundy is Ruth Mundy. Yeah. <laughs> and Ruth Mundy is I Ruth Mundy. I want to get me an AKA. <laughs> <laughs> Can we come up with one, please? Yeah. <laughs> well, we will do within the hour. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> um, can I just ask the two of you just to get, bring or bring your microphones a bit closer to you? <laughs> we both sure. just lean away. Lean in. Lean in. All right, fantastic. Um, so let's let's just start with you, Sean. Um, give us a little bit of your background and... Uh, Hmm. Joe Blossom. Joe Blossom. Joe Blossom began as, uh, well, I kind of, I don't think of it as a solo project, but I guess it is a solo project. Um, uh, I teamed up with a collaborator, Chris Fordray, who's an excellent drummer, and he um, has played with the likes of Grace and Gilmore and so forth, so very able musician. And so we, we teamed up together, and uh, we've been working for about five years um, under that uh, sort of name, and we've um, we've had people come and go. Uh, my brother played with us for a bit, and then he went farming, and uh, then we've got a couple of new collaborators on the latest album. And I guess uh, we're based in Wellington. Um, the music, the music, uh, kind of gets described a bit. Croonhop, actually, this this latest uh, uh, album. Uh, James, who produced it, he sort of goes, "Oh, this is Croonhop," uh, I think. But um, it got described recently as. Um, Existential pop, yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I, I was listening to it today, and uh, there's definitely I can hear all sorts of things that are in there. Um, yeah. I thought of the National, oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. Um, you know uh, bands like the Editors, yeah. Uh, yeah. the English band, or um, there's a similar US band like the Editors. I, I forget their name now, but yeah, there were def- I could mm. definitely hear tones of of various artists. Coming through there, um, yeah. yeah. What about yourself, Ruth? What's, what's a bit of your background and as far as music goes? Uh, yeah, okay. I won't tell you my whole life story. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm from London, and I, I worked full time there, so music was kind of just a hobby. Um, and then I moved to New Zealand a couple of years ago. Um, did a bit of busking, um, smoke for mic nights, started getting gigs, and now, yeah, just about make a living from. My music, um, gigging and selling my EP, which I recorded um, last year, yeah, the year before, um, recorded at home and uh, sell it as a kind of pay-what-you-feel thing. And people tend to be really generous and, yeah, make it possible for me to be a musician. Is that through Bandcamp? Um, I just sell it in person at gigs, basically. Oh, really? Like, you can buy it from my website, but, yeah, mostly I just sell, um, sell it at gigs, sell which is life. great because yeah, it means... Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the gigs that I get, I'm at the level of, you know, I get paid in a bar tab, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's nice sure. to have a way of um, making some money as well at those gigs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was on uh, your website today as well, trying to trying to track down your EP. I've been, actually been trying to buy it since I saw you perform with oh. <laughs> with Lost Bird. Oh right! Yeah, oh, that up was at a the gig. yeah, up at the, the the little hall up there in Malvik. Um, oh well, but I, I, yeah, I've I, got I'll, some with me if you want. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Hey, let's let's hear some music. Um, Sean, would you like to play us a tune first up? Sure. Um, <clears throat> this is a song called um, "Sensitive Boy." Um, it starts the side two of the album. 
It's, uh, it's on vinyl. What's the album called? The album is called All of the Above. And why All of the Above? Uh, probably two reasons. Um, it probably feels like All of the Above has happened since the last album was made. What, what album is this for you? Uh, this is the second one, so second Joe Blossom album. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I guess um, this album began with a tour that um, Chris and I did of the USA. And, uh, and then we came back and we kind of um, we took a new musical direction, but also our lives kind of took different directions, um, sort of, you know, family starting and, uh, and, and different jobs and careers and all this sort of stuff. So a lot's happened in that time. And also, actually, all of the above, probably, like, lyrically, the, um, the album seems to have a lot of question marks uh, punctuating it. So every, uh, so lots of questions. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I, I guess in a multi-choice. All of the above, I suppose. So. Sure. But this song's called Sensitive Boy, and um, <clears throat> I'm just getting over a cold, so uh, hopefully I can pull this off. Is this going to be loud enough? You think so? That's plenty loud. Okay, that's plenty loud. She rolls with rhythms underneath, finding peace in the dead of night. Cool as ice to all, but some she'll burn down all that you think you've become. Never bows before a plinth, a glimpse of a ripple side. Ponytail, swish and flail, cocky coat in the dark, done up tight. Done up tight. So up tight, so, 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 you're such a sensitive boy, elegance destroyed, ooh, you'd never seen so alive, and the push and the shove, we make no sense of it all, yeah, am I enemy or friend of you? She riles the Southland Golden Fleece Sack Troy neck or snatch the fashion police Bronze torso shining timeless Fish for Friday, TV Saturday, Sunday Boredom rains and rains and Mondays In the Cargill, no sacred thing Apologies to no one, babe, apologies are last resorts You never suffered fools, these city limits were never yours Never yours, never yours You're such a sensitive boy, elegance destroyed You'd never seen so alive, and in the push and the shot we make no sense of it all Yeah Am I enemy or friend of you? Such a sensitive boy, 
Elegance destroyed Ooh, you'd never seen so alive And in the bush and the shell We're making sense of it all Yeah But must all our enemies Enemies be Whoa, friends like you <laughs> that was oh beautiful. God, wow. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. That was a great journey. Cheers. Thanks. That was so stunning. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Tell me a bit about the, uh, the composition that you put together there. and When did you write it? wrote this song. Um, this is probably about halfway through the writing of the album. And um, Did you sit down to actually write a record, or were these songs that you had backed up from the last record? This, song is, um, uh, this album is principally um, all... Was it written on the go? Yeah, it was written on the go. Um, came out of collaborations with Chris and my brother who kicked off on the album. And then we got um, Holly Beals in. So Holly, she was in a band called The Family Cactus. She's She sings on... Um, she features on um, uh, the Phoenix Foundation's uh, last couple of albums and the Trinity Roots' latest album. So um, she's a really talented singer, amazing singer, actually. She uh, she She's pitch perfect, so, you know, like... Um, you always feel like a like mutton, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, on, uh, not not lamb. Um, so um, so, but she certainly inspires you to sing better. Um, and Phil Jones, who was in a band called The Urban Tramper, and he's been in a few others as well. So all these songs came from collaborations, and uh, a lot of it was written up. We were lucky enough um, to um, have access to a batch up at Waitareri Beach, so Waitareri, um just out from Livin. And um, so, and this song um, started off actually just with that basic, um, and, um, and and it was just like an interesting little riff uh, that comes along. Lyrically, uh, it, this this song actually this you know people talk about talk about when you're making a record about um, about needing to kill your babies you know to you know, i.e. you need to sometimes let go of things and um, and you know if the song's not working then don't don't bring it along uh, you need to. Um, sometimes let your ideas go, but I actually sort of worked pretty, pretty hard on the band to bring this one through. Um, and um, what was it about it that, <coughs> that you were so passionate about? Well, I think, I think, I think. Um, I mean, I like pop music, so that, so that um, I kind of felt like we needed to have a, a reasonably another upbeat song on the album, um, and I kind of felt like. Um, yeah, I'd sort of listen to the likes of Lawrence Arabia with a, a song like Apple Pie Beard or whatever, and 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 I mean he's there a, are he's there a are um, similarities to the two, isn't there? Yeah, when, when you say that, I yeah. do think okay, yeah, yeah all right, yeah, yeah. Cool. it's probably about the closest I'll ever get to to having a crack at trying to write a, a Lawrence yeah. Arabia song. Um, and I, 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 you know, James is a neat guy, and um, so well, hopefully anyway. the Silver Scroll will be coming too. Then <laughs> yeah, 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 it'd be nice to, it'd be nice. Uh, but um, but lyrically, um, I, I suppose lyrically, I that was probably one of the main reasons I wanted to press it because I I, as the lyric came together, I kind of felt like it had meaning for me. And and the song is about um, so the, the song refers to a, a woman or a girl, and and obviously the the chorus talks about a boy. So it's actually about a tomboy and um, somebody who I probably had a uh, an, a, an attraction to or a fascination with, and um, and and she. And I didn't really know much about her, but I, our social circles overlapped, and so, um, and so as I sort of got to know, uh, I used to catch bits and pieces of information about her, and so, 
what this what the lyric is essentially about is it's about how um, with with minimal information you can um, mythologize someone in your own mind, and so there's allusion in there to you know um, sack Troy near Gore, um, smash the fashion police. Um, um, uh, she roused the Southland Golden Fleece, and uh, uh, so you know Jason. There's all these sort of mythic kind of allusions, and you know bronze torso, shining timeless, all this sort of stuff. So you can tend to sort of um, you make up this amazing picture of somebody with uh, who you with yeah, yeah. yeah with that. So so that kind of pushed the song along, and um, yeah. Did can I did anything ever happen? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> Is that I got, that was too personal? I take it back. <laughs> I actually uh, I I I did actually uh, I. Um, she worked in a in a cafe, and I actually um, uh, I plucked up the courage one morning to um, to to kind of ask her um, on a date, and there was a longer story to it, but um, which is quite amusing in itself. But <laughs> but anyway, as it turned out, I um, there was no one there, and I was, and so I thought, right, here's the chance, and so I said, oh, you know, how about a you know, sure. a, a date, which okay. is quite very unusual for New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I've, I've just been in the states, so uh, so this you know dating culture over there. <laughs> And um, she said no, because be- oh. because she was already seeing someone. Oh, uh, that's consolation. Okay. But maybe yeah. she was just being nice. No, that's that sounds like a true story. <laughs> at least you at least you plucked up the courage to give it a go. No, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ruth, tell us a little bit about your your writing process. Um, How do you put a song together? It varies a lot from song to song. <clears throat> um, I think. Songs that are really personal. I write quite a lot of, like, you know, quite introverted personal songs. Um, and they tend to kind of grow over a little while. I'll have a few lines in my head. Um, and then. Do you start with the lyric? Yeah, normally. Mm. I have quite a limited amount of chords that I know. <laughs> so you'll probably notice most of, the, of my songs have the same chord chords in um i just try and mix up the the pattern to fool everybody um and I you managed to squeeze out so. a lot of emotion yeah. <laughs> with your limited chord pans may i say yeah. um, oh, thank you um, so you start yeah, with your so, lyric and so lyrics are kind of, mm-hmm. lyrics are, are kind of the really important thing for me like i really like to tell a story if i can um but i've been writing more um i think like protest type songs lately um and those I write slightly differently. Like I tend to kind of sit down with a, a vision in my head of what I want to convey or what I really yeah. feel about that issue mm-hmm. and then um, actually physically write it, which I never do for my other songs. But these ones I feel like I need to write them down and get it kind of clear. Mm. It's almost like, yeah, it's really important that I'm, you know, well, partly that things are accurate and mm. that I'm really getting across what I want to say. So, um, So, yeah, and those tend to be kind of quicker. Like once I sit down and actually focus on it, they tend to just come out fairly fast and then I'm like, they're done and I don't like to revisit them because it's like, it feels like really hard work writing those ones. So I just like to power through. Whereas the kind of personal ones about love, I can just let them grow and drift and see what happens. Sure. Once you've finished a tune, will you allow it to morph as you play it live and yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I do. I take, uh, you know, sometimes people give me feedback and I'm like, oh, yeah, good point. That would sound much better. And mm. things definitely change. Songs definitely change. Like some songs that I play now, I've been playing for a really long time, but they're totally different, probably Absolutely. unrecognizable. Yeah. And I like that. It's nice. Mm. It feels strange now that they're I've... They're almost a living thing now, aren't they? Yeah, you know, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've, now that I've finally kind of recorded some and been actually selling this EP, it's like... 
oh, that's actually out there. And is it okay to still change it? Like <laughs> the first song on my EP, I've really changed some of the words and I'm, I find it strange when I'm playing it now and I think, oh, there's people out there who will only ever know the old version because they'll just listen to that. I can say as somebody that listens to a lot of music and um, goes to a reasonable amount of gigs, I actually enjoy it when I see a musician um, allowing their music to to move with yeah. time, you know, like yeah. I don't want to come, I don't want to see somebody perform and like I'm listening to the record, you mm. know, I want to see, okay, well, show me what you got, you yeah. know, like, uh, and, and often a, a, a sign of an artist growing and maturing is oftentimes the song will change. And uh, so I, mm. I actually enjoy it when I hear oh, that's, when that's I hear good that. to hear. Yeah. That's <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's, it's my opinion. Yeah. Mm. Um, what are you going to play for us? Um, well, I thought maybe. Um, I could play the song, which my most recent song, um, which is called "Love in the Time of Coral Reefs." Coral Reefs, um, and it's a it's a love story, but it's also about climate change. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Sounds weird, but hopefully you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> known you in the time of coral reefs before we lost the permafrost when there were bears up there were bears up there we could have met fallen in love could have got married and had kids if we wanted it could have been Simple for us too Simple for us Do you think we could have travelled? Could we have managed a mortgage? Sent our kids to local schools And campaigned to change the rules So that we wouldn't pull the ladder up Behind us like our parents did to us Could we have been better Done better If we'd loved before the sea swallowed the coast Before the wildfire spread Our heads only full of love I would have loved you we would have made our vows while the island nations drowned We'd let them go cause we were richer They were poorer, we were better They were worse off So we watched them sink without a word Ignored the screams, ignored the gulf stream slowing down Ignored the drip of melting ice The drip, drip, drip of melting ice Do you remember when we still had time if not to reverse things, well at least not to cause worse things And we 
decided not to it was easier not to remember when we thought that it was windmills on hills that spoiled the landscape remember the landscape remember the land if only i had known you in the time of coral reefs before we lost the permafrost when there were bears up there were bears up there mm. <laughs> cool um yeah, you uh, you could almost read from a phone book and it'd be moving, Ruth. You have, a, you have such a beautiful voice. <laughs> Maybe I'll try that next time. Sounds a bit easier. <laughs> um, Thank you. Such such wonderful imagery in that in that song. Well, tell us uh, a little bit. So you heard what the idea was: a song about love and a song about climate change, mm. and, and a single song. Was that the yeah, the idea? Yeah, I mean. I wanted, I've been kind of wanting to write a song about climate change because I feel like that, well, it's an issue that I really care about, i.e. I'm literally terrified. Um, but I didn't want to write some kind of, I didn't want it to come across preachy um, or smug. And I feel like that's a risk with writing songs about issues as is it mm. can come across like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought, well, I know what I normally do is write love kind of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I just had this kind of idea of myself or my children or my grandchildren in the future and what life would look like and what love would be like um, and the things that I take for granted now that I can do. Um, yeah. And I so just, there's, there's, there's two protagonists in the song, is that right? Um, yeah, two kind of. It's, yeah, basically it's, um, yeah. And it's, one is saying to the other... If only we had time. Yeah, basically. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. So, um, it's interesting. Uh, interesting angle because there's two. You know, it's uh, there's a lamenting of two things there. And if you mm. only had time for, you know, so many other, you know, when you think about relationships and so forth, mm. but also just time for the planet. Mm. It's actually mm. an interesting um, uh, position to take too. You know, like to talk about it in a res- retrospective. Mm. Uh, case and sort of juxtapose it in the way of thinking about something that's been lost uh, mm. because we are losing yeah. stuff. That's what I hoped. <laughs> I hoped it would make us value what we've still got mm. and what mm. we've still got time to save. Um, mm. And I just picture I have a niece who's five, and I just kind of I worry a lot about you know when she gets to my age mm. and the things like I say the things I take for granted or mm. you know mm. the things I can do. What you know what. My my actions now are going to directly have an impact on her future and her mm. opportunities. Mm. Mm. I feel like I'm gushing a little bit. <laughs> 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 it's it's just a, a stunning song. What can I say? Thank you, um, Sean. Tell us about um, so music. Is it number one for you? Like where, where does it sit on a scale for you? Are you are you a family man? Do you have children? I'm actually just about to become a father. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. So I'm keeping an eye on my phone to see. Uh, oh, really? Oh, like, like, literally, you're about to. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I've just had a text uh, saying, um, you didn't tell me about what that last song was about from my uh, from my partner. 
<laughs> Did I put my foot in it? No, no. That's no, no. <laughs> no, ancient history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the coral reefs. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, so uh, so where does music sit for me? Um, well, tell me, is impending fatherhood is it, um, re- making you reassess um, your priorities? Um, probably, it probably underlines um, the importance of priorities. I suppose. Um, I mean, I've always made music since I was a teenager, and um, and yeah, I definitely will be, will continue to. So, um, and I guess so. In terms of where music has sat, I've I've sort of um, I've always been involved in bands and releasing albums and so forth. Um, I had a, a period of time there where I um, I took a couple of years off full time work and um, spent time in, a, in and out of you at the USA and um, here in New Zealand and um, and and then you get to the you, I kind of got to a point actually where um, I guess I. I I suppose I, I needed to actually, in some ways, I think I felt like I actually needed some other stimulation uh, in my life, um, because in, or for, in order for me to write and so forth, I kind of also need to feel like I'm uh, growing and and you know drawing from new experiences. So I kind of um, trying to write, uh, trying to write on your own or do things on my own. I, I kind of tend to I probably tend to end up almost feeling a bit stagnant, and so. Um, mm. And then there was just the practicality of also um, it's actually very hard to make a living um, as a musician here in New Zealand, and that's why um, it's such a a common story for anybody who um, who, pers- who pursues music. You know, you have to really um, go abroad in order to mm. um, to be sustainable. But I also think it's actually more, if anything, to be creatively sustainable because mm. you can get across New Zealand, you know, you know, two or three times in a year and come close to sort of almost exhausting your audience. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you go to the USA, it's just so massive. And it's the same in mm. Europe too, you know, you um you you can play to, to new people all the time and so so you can sort of build up um the way that you uh your your chops performing I suppose, but also um keep things interesting for yourself. So mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's I've I've just been back working um, again for a couple of years, and that, that's probably what's has <laughs> probably slowed up the release of this album. It's been it's been written. how long was the, the <clears throat> It's about three years, really. Right. Um, yeah, so kind of got into it in two thousand two thousand and thirteen, um, and it was probably ready a year ago. But then when you have commitments with work and so forth, and it kind of gets a little bit hard to to um, push things through quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm really pleased to now have it available. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I'm holding the vinyl copy here of Joe Blossom, all of the above. It's a beautifully put together package. It's so beautiful. Um, Thank you. Tell us a little bit about the artwork and did you? Is it your concept that? Um, yeah, it was actually. Um, so um, this is where you get into. Uh, so, as I said before about being a solo artist or not a solo artist, because this is definitely a collaboration, and I angsted a bit about having an image um, of myself on the cover because sure. it kind of feels like you're taking all the uh, yep. the kudos and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, and so, um, part of the reason that we rested on that image in the end was because it kind of felt um, it, it, the the image. So, this is radio, I suppose, so people can't see. But I guess yeah. if you go on to online, you might be able to see it. Was that um, uh, Joe Blossom? Bandcamp? Yeah, if, if, um, yeah, joeblossom.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the concept of it was, I suppose, your face as a mask. So everything, um, it's in, it's in, it's in um, darkness. Um, we painted 
my face. It repainted my face everywhere but the the central features. So, so your face been, looks like uh, it's a mask. I've been looking at this all day, thinking, what has Sean got on his forehead? Yeah. That's paint. That's paint. Yeah. yeah. So, so I've seen now. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we have those the classic yeah. theatre um, yes. masks. Mm, you know, they have yeah. the sad faces. So the idea is that, I suppose, and. Um, and um, and it kind of felt enough of an abstraction, so it didn't really feel like me necessarily. Um, mm. So that was the kind of concept. Um, and um, my partner Amy, she did that. Um, so we're looking painting. at the the reverse now. And the reverse now. Um, so uh, Nick Marshall, who's a very talented um, uh, graphic designer, she put the she put the entire thing together, um, and uh, with a bit of direction from me, I suppose. I mm-hmm. think the album it it has a soft um, the. The, the 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 reverse of it has quite a soft feeling, and I think the album is, it's 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 and a bit it's reasonably it's a sophisticated album in my mind compared to the last one, which is a bit bit more bravado and a bit rougher, and it's a lot more feminine this album because of the presence of Holly, for instance. So um, there's a different sensibility, and so it kind of there's that's the way I kind of explain it, I guess. Mm. Great, um, satisfying. Yeah, uh, to to get to, to have your, your music when, when did vinyl. you finally receive the physical copies of the vinyl? <laughs> well, this is this is the thing. Like these things normally take take a long time to arrive, so they get made in in via San Francisco in the Czech Republic, and so um, that, do we not do that here in <coughs> New Zealand? No, there's no there's still no pressing um, facility. There's one in Australia. I thought, I thought there was one in Christchurch. Um, there's a there's a guy down in Geraldine who has a yeah, acetate, that's what um, of. and that's a lathe. So they they uh, that's actually where the there's a needle that that um, cuts the uh, the record, mm. which is kind of the process of making a master, I suppose. But they use it on they they scratch into acetate, which is a lesser um, quality uh, than vinyl. So acetate kind of wears down. So those um, uh, which is fine, but um, yeah. So these 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 records came from from over from abroad, and they, the thing actually arrived. I reckon it must have been about a month or two months early. So all of a sudden, wow. I was like, "Whoa!" The records <laughs> here. Normally, like you know, it's two months late. So um, so that was pretty cool. So um, yeah, and it's really satisfying. Vinyl vinyl such a, a tangible um, such a tangible thing in, in a world that's you know everything's quite you know ephemeral when it comes to the. Exactly uh, on the internet. Yep. So, um, so I think the appeal of vinyl is that it's mm. it's tangible. It's um, mm. there will always be there will always be an audience for physical copies of music. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Totally. I, I, I don't even think the CDs will ever die away. No. No. People will always want something that they can hold and look at and yeah. read about their favorite artists. You know, it's yeah. just it's just you know we're just people. We like those things. Yeah. Well, I think in the in a world now where like streaming music. The way I think of of streaming music and s- services like Spotify is that we're so we don't really bond with music in the way that you don't bond yeah. with music in the way in the way that you would with something physical. And I kind of like I hear lots of music, but in terms of recognizing or remembering it, it's kind mm. of like I re- it's I remember it as though I remember clouds. You know, like yeah. you see them and they go past, and and you know. Mm. The, whereas when if somebody goes goes into a store and Labours for hours, yeah, 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 trying okay. to. What am I going to spend yeah, my thirty dollars yeah. on? Yeah, and spend just go through, and then you finally choose that one and you take it home. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get really get that emotional connection, then don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <coughs> Sean, would you like to? Well, shall we play a song off the record? Yeah, yeah, sure. Ooh, yep. So, t- tell us, uh, <laughs> tell us what you've got teed up for us there. Now, uh, this song is a song called Autumn Rain, um, and um, I guess. Um, 
this is just one of those songs that just kind of arrived really easily uh, as a group through a jam and with a it has a uh, there's a modulation in it um, a key change and so forth in the bridge and yeah that um it just mm. uh, comes together we nicely a, we, unfortunately we may have a malfunction with our turntable <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry about that, Sean. We can see it revolving from here. <laughs> it's turning. The needle's on it. Um, could you play us the song instead, mate? Um, it might be a bit actually hard for me. to. I, if I had a, a piano here, it would be straightforward enough. Um, but um, I can play another one off the album. I do apologise for that. That's all right. Um, that'll be something for us to look into later. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, well, what are you going to play for us? Um... I guess I'll play another song off the off the record. Um, this one's called Tiger Tiger, and um, and I guess none of these songs really sound like acoustic songs, so it's always interesting when you play them on the guitar. So I'll give this one a nudge. Okay. So uh, this one, anyone who likes poetry will recognise aspects of this lyric. Through the sonnet, 
this sonnet And here we are in rhyme And the blessings from the stereo roll For the beat goes on The beat goes on On dead leaves fall And the sun is shot in time And who is king of you? Who is king of me? Was that in C? Did, did you? Why did you choose to finish in C there? Um, Just to throw throw out a yeah. bit of a different chord. Yeah, keep keep the <laughs> yeah. Keep, no, keep it I like it. I guess, yeah, <laughs> I guess the, the theme of the song is um, is uh, you know um, just humanity and poetry and um, and this thing just keeps on rolling on, you know. And so I suppose maybe um, just finishing on a C keeps the uh, keeps that momentum going. Mm. Nice, I like nice. That. I do like that. I do yeah, like that. That's really cool. Um, Ruth, is there a is there a master plan for for what you're doing, or are you? Is this a work in progress? Um, it's very much a work in progress. Um, yeah, I've never had a master plan for anything, um, and I still don't. Maybe it'll happen one day, but at the moment, I feel like I'm quite enjoying the way that things are. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Obviously, you're English. Yes, I am. <laughs> and, and how long have you been uh, residing here in um, New Zealand? Nearly two years now, um, and I'm just applying for a visa to stay longer. Yeah, um, but yeah, I am a bit of an accent sponge, so I have started saying, <laughs> "Oh yeah." <laughs> um, but yes, I am English. <laughs> yeah. um, and what brought you here in the first place? Um, well, it was kind of just an adventure. My partner and I were only supposed to be here for. I think it was six weeks that we planned originally um, mm. and then um, his contract got extended and we loved it so yeah two years later and we're still like loving it and very happy here um, yeah. Great. and yeah. how do you find playing music in New Zealand as opposed to in England um, well it's a lot more fun I mean my life is so different anyway though I mean I, I never I worked full-time when I lived in London um, I worked for Save the Children. Um, I worked with teenagers, and it was, it was quite intense. So I didn't actually give that much time to music. Um, so whereas here, it's it's what I do. So I have all the, or you know, I spend my days writing songs and thinking, how can I make this be my career? How can I make a living from this? Um, so yeah, it's a lot more fun. And I don't know if that's because it's you know Wellington and the music scene's cool and people are friendly and it's less. Uh, not less competitive than London. I mean, there's so much good music here in Wellington, really talented musicians, but it feels less cutthroat. Like, sure. you know, people will do me a favour and I'll just be like, oh, it's just a favour, <laughs> like just because they're nice and they want to help. And yeah. that's kind of a new one for me and it's really, really nice. Like, I appreciate it so much. People have been so helpful. Um, so, yeah, it's it's fun. I like playing music here a lot. So is it not like that back home? Well, it wasn't for me. That wasn't my experience. Maybe it is mm. for some people, but 
I definitely found it a lot harder. Maybe just London's just so huge and even just travelling around to the open mics trying to get gigs and get noticed just felt like kind of an impossible task, especially working full-time as well. So, sure. Yeah. Do you feel like your songwriting has evolved or, or progressed, uh, you know, Yeah, I think so. Here? I mean, I hope so. I th- It feels different to me. I don't know if it does to people who might listen, but I definitely feel like... Um, yeah, I feel like it's changing and evolving all the time, mm-hmm. and um, which feels really good. Like, I'm still kind of enjoying the fact that each time I write a song, I'm like, oh, I think this could possibly be my best song yet. And that's really good, because it feels like I'm moving forwards. Um, I mean, it's still just all C, G, D, <laughs> but progressing lyrically, I think. Um, mm. Yeah. Great. Um, what do you have for us now? Um, well, I think inspired by um, Sean's song, I, I have a song as well which um, quotes some poetry. I thought maybe I could do that. Um, Take it away. It's called Old Friend. Um, it's about an old friend of mine and, yeah, it's got some poetry in it which is from his favourite poem. Old friend, speak to me again In poetry like when I was a tadpole, you were a fish I wish we had more time Side by side in the slime Ah, the intricate sparkling slime that comprises the details of our lives I meant to let you know that I never meant to let you Tell me the one about faith The ones about love I didn't listen hard enough And now you're Slipping away I just know it sounded like rivers And wood smoke and meadows and tea To me I meant to keep a tight grip on that sound But the fingers of my mind are letting me down I dreamt that I lost you Woke with a start and broke my heart When I found it was true Friend, 
I'll raise a glass again to a time when I was a tadpole and you were a fish. <laughs> Thank you. Can you tell us a little about the poem? Um, it's a poem called Evolution um, by Langdon Smith, and it's really beautiful. Um, it's like about these these two people who love each other. People's the wrong word because they evolved, so they start off like it's um, when you were a tadpole and I was a fish in the Paleozoic time, and side by side on the ebbing tide we sprawled through the ooze and slime or skittered with many a caudal flip through the depths of the Cambrian fen. My heart was rife with the joy of life, for I loved you even then. And it's like each verse, they've gone one step further down evolution and they keep reincarnating and they, as these two souls, I guess, um, who always find this love. And it's just, I think it's a really beautiful idea. I like that a lot. Do they end up as two people? They do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the last verse, is, it kind of makes me laugh. They're sitting at lunch and they're sipping their drinks and they're kind of, <laughs> 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 yeah, I recommend it. Oh, it's beautiful. Mm. It's beautiful. Um, it's New Zealand Music Month. So why don't you share a little, Sean, what are, what are some fond memories you have of growing up as a Kiwi and New Zealand music and how, tell me the first time that a New Zealand musician um, moved you or, I don't know, affected you yeah. in some way. Um, I have um, probably three, three pretty clear um, examples actually. I... Um, I grew up when split ends were, um, you know, I was, I, was, I was a kid, but I remember, I remember watching split ends music videos um, on TV and just thinking, these guys are crazy, you know. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> I just remember thinking, what, yeah. what am I looking at? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who are these people? Yeah. Are they people? I know. <laughs> like Tim Finn just had sort of venom, you know, like he, and he was so sort of kind of wild and, and everything and... Um, and and they just you know their suits their makeup their hair everything about them just sort of was just kind of interesting but but kind of also kind of slightly I don't know I don't know if the word was concerning but I just used to but I and I loved their songs you know I used to think they were, they were just great. Mm. Um, what, what's her favourite? Um, well, I remember. Th- um, I mean, a song like "Poor Boy" or um, "One Step Ahead." Um, mm. I mean, there are so many good songs of theirs. Uh, hope, so. hope and ever, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, like I mean, they were just, I mean, they were interesting beyond New Zealand, obviously, you mm. know, and um, so, mm. yeah, like that, that really resonated with me. Um, I got to um, then I had a friend in town, um, so I grew up out in the countryside in the Manor too, so I had a good mate he used to play rugby with and get around with, and um, and he had older brothers, so he had four, five, four older siblings, and. Um, and they were all, you know, university students and so forth. So they, they all were into um, alternative music, you know, and uh, and so Flying Nun sort of became, you know, um, this sort of thing. And um, and so we went busking as as kids, and it was one of those, you know, those days where you had to go out and do a job and you know, bob a job, or whatever. And um, and um, so we decided we'd go busking. And so um, and I remember we played um, we played Billy Two and anything anything could happen by the Clean. And we were like thirteen years old or something, and um, so that was that was pretty cool. But I, I do remember the first time though that I really thought 
um, student radio had something was when I heard "Not Given Lightly" by uh, by Chris Knox, mm. and that was in 1989. I think it was in 1990, 89. I think. And I remember thinking there was that actually in, in "Here Comes Your Man" by the Pixies, and I remember hearing both those songs, which came out about the same time, and just thinking, "Yeah, this 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 is for me. You know, this is this is pretty cool." So yeah, those are my three New Zealand music thoughts. Um. I'm releasing a record on August the 14th. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and cool. um, one of the one of the um, at the end of the records, just for me personally, we're playing Billy too. Oh, awesome, <laughs> awesome! <laughs> it's such yeah. a it's such a. I mean, it's just the clean, a great track. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. a great track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's not to like about the clean? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Ruth, uh, I know you've only been here a couple of years, but I, I also know that you're part of the music community now in Wellington. Here, uh, is there any particular moments that stand out for you since you've been here um yeah there's been a few um aside from the present i mean this this is a highlight you know this is me progressing (laughs) yeah um no this is actually a highlight um but i met i've met so many great musicians who are also lovely people um Mm. i've made some friends jan Lindsay particularly has been super helpful and then, like, you know, she got me these gigs at Southern Cross. And then the first time I heard her play, I was like, oh, my God. Were you at an album release? <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I was yeah. there too. Um, yeah. It was great show. absolutely mm. spectacular. Mm. Yeah. Um, her album, Jan Lindsay and the Chatelaines, is just phenomenal. Um, and also um, Nicole Andrews, who was there as well. Um, just, yeah, really lovely people playing really great music. Um, and that's just two examples of, you know, there's so many great musicians out and about in Wellington. It's really cool. I feel so lucky, actually. Um, well, we're stoked to have you. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. I appreciate that. Uh, what did you know of New Zealand music prior to arriving? Um, well, I'd obviously heard um, some of Lord's stuff, which I really love. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she's amazing. Um, yeah, um, but I'm ashamed to say perhaps not much else. But... I have recently bought like a massive CD compilation of New Zealand music, um, which I have in my car. So, yeah, I need to go on a road trip and actually familiarise myself because I'm realising that there. that I've been missing out basically. Yeah. Um, not cool. So yeah, I'm going to catch up. Great. All right, we have about four minutes left. I'm going to give this record player another try. Okay, <laughs> and if that doesn't work, then we'll toss a coin or something to see who can play us out. Okay. Cool. Let me just try this again. Fingers crossed. Mm, Come on. How are we looking? Maybe we can talk amongst ourselves. Yeah. Um, Can you listen to this track online anywhere? Uh, Yeah, you can actually. It's um, it's available for preview on Bandcamp. Uh, Why don't we do that, eh? Let's listen to it online. Oh, yeah, true. I I can't. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I tried. I tried. The vinyl's so beautiful. (laughs) No, that was actually what I was hoping to hear. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll try the we'll try the band camp. Oh, true. Right. Yeah, didn't think about it. All that. right. Well, while I tee this up, do uh, any final words? Um, oh, that sounds. We can we can now we can now we can our listeners find your music. You go, Ruth. Um, Facebook and YouTube are kind of the best places to get me. So and live I mean, and, and live. Yeah, <laughs> Ruth live carries all of her records with her. Yeah, they're all just in like a sandwich <laughs> bag in my guitar case. Um, but I do have some songs on YouTube. Search Ruth Mundy Music, um, and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Ruth Mundy Music is where I post stuff. So that's where you're going to hear stuff first. And uh, yeah, 
You'd better tell people how to spell your name. Oh, Ruth, I-U-T-H, Mundy, M-U-N-D-Y. Not like the day of the week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. And, um, and for me, at the moment, you can go to joblossom.bandcamp.com. Uh, my web- website is just The Bloss, so www.thebloss.com. Nice. And um, yeah, and the album's going to be out on Flying Out. Cool. Well, that's us, folks. Um, it's New Zealand Music Month. It's almost at an end. Do get out and support your local artists. Um, that's why they perform. That's why they write. So, taking us out now is Joe Blossom, uh, the track Autumn Rain. Check it out on Bandcamp. And until next week. Uh, this is Martin Andrews for B-Side Stories. Thank you. program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard.